Germcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 10, The Why of Fry. My name is Michelle Berlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. And our guest today is Comedian America's Tim Cornette, USA. (laughs) (laughs) That's my Korean branding. (laughs) (laughs) It's officially Tim Cornette, USA, good time, party, party. There was some off-mic talk both before you got here and after about your, your moniker. And I was thinking about it earlier today. If, like, have you been approached by non-American Tim Cornettes? Like, is there a Belgium's Tim Cornette? Okay. Now, there is, a, like, a weird... I have a cousin who is also named Tim Cornette. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is the exact same age as me. It just... There was, like, a weird rift in my family around the uh, time I was born, and nobody... Because they're hillbilly, so nobody's, like... Uh, they're fussing yes, in. I know that. <laughs> they're fussing and feuding and wouldn't talk to anybody, so, like... There were two Timothy Cornettes born. Are but. you named after somebody in your family? No. 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 Accident. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just, like, Spite. Yeah, I was like the fourth children. They're like, oh, two I like Timothy's. I like Tim. So, yeah. So, like, that he has lived a uh, very mountain lifestyle. Like, he's gotten like hardcore into mountain living. Like, he's into meth. He sucked a little dick. Like just whatever you know, oh, wow. <laughs> like, like, real mountain living. Optional uh, footwear. Yeah. His name's not Tim, it's Tim. Uh, t- yeah. <laughs> See, okay. When, when my mom married my dad, like, because they're hillbillies, so they pronounced my last name, like, Cornet. But my mom was an uppity mountain woman, so she's like, no, your name is Cornet, which is, like, a <laughs> terrible thing to do. Like... With a silent E on the end. Yeah, it's, it's Cornet. Net. That is how it's spelled. <laughs> that is how we'll do it. Uh, but, and that is how we did it. So, like, now there's like Tim Cornet. Tim. Tim Cornet. Tim. Tim Cornet. And Tim Cornet. <laughs> I am the fancy version. <laughs> that, says, that, that says a lot. Yeah, I am, I am for the upper crust. <laughs> I, I've, had, uh, I've had people reach out, a couple different, like, other Peter Woodward's have reached out on Twitter. Like there's a guy in Britain who's like very similar Twitter handle, but he's, you know, he's just like, Oh, Hey, wouldn't it be funny? I look at, he's like, I'm into the Lord, which is weird when it's coming out of the UK in the first place. But then there's actually like a stunt man. <laughs> That'll be good for you when you die. Like, yeah. oh, Peter Woodward, you're it's, right here. Walk on, on in. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a, uh, there's a guy who's actually been in a lot of like sci-fi and fantasy. He's a stunt man, like a sword, play actor, you know, like in, in a, uh, an instructor, I guess. And at one point, some dude starts following me on Twitter and he's like, oh, you followed me back. It's such an honor to be connected to, you know, there's a master swordsman. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, you're thinking of the, uh, you know, semi-famous stuntman. I'm the failed musician in Cleveland. Sorry, <laughs> no response, unfollowed. It was, oh. it was very sad. There is another Michelle Burlingame in Akron who I am friends with on Facebook. We're not related, probably. (laughs) Well, she's married to to someone I'm probably not related to. Okay. I, uh, like, have gone by Tommy Roulette for a very long time. So, like, when social media came out, I, like, took all of that. Yeah. There was another guy that wants to go by the name Tommy Roulette. That's in some band on some, I think, like, Victory or something. (laughs) And he sent me letters to all my social media accounts and was like, 
I just want to let you know I'm going to get a lawyer involved. We're going to sue you for this because I've gone by this name for so long and I'm blah, blah, blah. And I didn't even respond, but really, like, they have to buy those domains from me. I own yeah. them. I yeah. mean, if you're going to be, like, Tommy Roulette off, like, red or black, make your choice. <laughs> <laughs> Winner gets the name. <laughs> Meet you down at the Jack. Yeah. Um, so... I think we, we, I'm going to guess that we've probably seen clips of this Jumbotron cartoon before, but it was basically a wolf on drugs. Yeah, much ado about mutton. That one again. I, yeah. They're getting lazy. <laughs> They're getting lazy with it. I, I, like, maybe, maybe it went like they stopped using public domain and just like bought the rights to one cartoon and they chopped it all up. Yeah, they, though also, like we're seeing that, and they, but these are bouncing all over the place when you're actually watching them on television. Yeah. So it's not like we've noticed them in a row. So maybe it is. It's like they chopped up a cartoon and used it for. But when they produced, mm -hmm. we've been watching them in chronological order. I know we've deviated from that a little bit. It's production it, order. Well, right, right. So they produced them in that same order. That, right. Wasn't their, their intention to release them in the same order they produced them? No, because it's network television always change around. That's why Firefly, uh, got canceled yeah, because they did not put the first episode that should have been the first episode yeah, of that. that's why firefly got canceled <laughs> not because it was well awful. now disney's gonna own it so <laughs> like, like i don't make oh people my God, hate I us enough that. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get attacked by brown coats next. All, send a hate mail to <laughs> shelly's bones to at me. twitter uh, I, I won't see it for like a month because <laughs> that's about how frequently I check Twitter. But you know, yeah, notice how ahead. often the Slurmcast has put up anything on Twitter, <laughs> like when we release an episode because it's automatic. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I retweet a lot of political stuff. Oh, I do sometimes <laughs> good. check it or, for, yeah. for brand. That building. Slurmcast is fake news. <laughs> I'm sure we've been called that by some liberal propaganda. You know, and then the usual. Uh, you know, there's a lot of comedians that we follow that are really funny. So when they make good jokes, it's nice to, you know, share the love. Like, I, there's one that uh, I, I just saw this because I was jumping between my Twitter accounts, so it came up as like a Slurmcast retweet. But Curtis Cook had a tweet that was like, "A lot of comics' favorite day is the other day." <laughs> it's, like, it's almost like approaching like that George Wallace simplicity, where yeah. you're just like, you know, big ups to all the. Spoons and whatnot. And you're like, fuck, yeah, you're right. Spoons yeah. are good. No, Curtis is a tall, good-looking man, but, like, if you, like, after all of his jokes, his bow tie can spin, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's true. He's, I mean, he's he's a threatening-looking guy because he is very tall and imposing and, and you know, sullen-looking. But then, like, he talks. He's just such a sweet, yeah. funny Threatening in the like ex husband kind of way. Like, is that who my wife's with now? Like, that yeah. is how he's threatening. <laughs> well, and then offset by the fact that his girlfriend's about three feet shorter than him. So it, it is quite the pair. I, uh, Curtis doesn't listen to this. There's no reason he would. Uh, but follow him on Twitter. Funny guy. Um, so I, I was trying to figure out why was all of a sudden Fry very like, serious and Armageddon-y about this. Like, it, it was just such a weird thing. I don't know. He's just having one of those days where he just wants to be, he feels important. Is this, like, yeah. during one of those seasons where it was, like, super broken up, like, and they had, like, weird, like... I don't think it was as bad as, like, two or three. But then again, I don't... I, 
Well, like, I watched this one week at a time. Wait, what do, what this, do you mean, this broken was, up? This was also uh, broadcast season five, episode eight, eight or yeah, eight. So, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like that's these jump around everywhere. Mm-hmm. I went to go watch it on uh, Hulu. Yeah, and I had I like yeah. searched through four, and I'm I like, have to search it's nowhere, and then I went to five, and it's like pretty. Well, we already did like season five, episode twenty. That was the which one was that? Uh, Teenage Mutant Leeless Hurdles or yeah. something like that really? was like yeah season five episode really late on. I can't even keep up with this stuff. Like, see, I didn't know there was a like I didn't or I didn't give much thought to it of production order versus. It's like, it, wildly order. different, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's fine. It's just it can be confusing. Yeah, well, um, it's like you can only have so much character development in these things because they they are cartoons that are meant to be like meant to be watched one at a time. Yeah, they didn't get the whole binging thing down. Yeah, and we've actually jumped ahead a little bit. There's a question that we ask our guests early on when we remember to: uh, What is your relationship with the show Futurama? When did you get into it? Are you? I mean, I got into it right away, like right when they did it, because I'm like. I was such a Simpsons fanatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess Disney owns that now, too. <laughs> uh, what doesn't Disney own? I like every... Well, My soul? Now. Yeah, just well, about. You, I did, mean, you did play that Frozen game for a while. I did. <laughs> where, wait, where is the Simpsons, like thing they built in Florida? It's the Universal Studios? Yeah. So yeah. technically, Disney owns Universal Studios now. Huh. Yeah. Because I think Fox is uh, owns, like, all of that. It's just... Uh, I think mm. Disney is now a entertainment <laughs> monopoly, guys. Probably. They probably I'm I, okay with it. I think that. it's very close to being that. I think I saw something on Facebook about they could probably stop the merger if they wanted to for that whole monopoly reason, but I don't know if that'll ever But happen. then they take these characters and your association with these characters and then like slap them on cheese and dog food and like all these other things. And I mean, like, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with That's that. how I know which yogurt to buy when I'm I've, getting it from my Disney kid. Like, owns which, Futurama now. It's gonna yeah, own Futurama. Yeah. So. Which one has like the <laughs> the good Cartoon characters on it, and not the shitty ones. Is Which aren't right? they? They're a little bit more suey than uh, foxes, too. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean, it's it's. Uh, oh yeah, we better get rid of all that unlicensed merchandise. <laughs> 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 Go to the T Public Store right now. Clear us out, please. Um, yeah, you should. You can't technically can't clear them out because they make, they make on them demand. as de- on demand. <laughs> <laughs> We're hiding money before Disney finds it. <laughs> Did uh so you so when it was released in ninety nine you were on board right away yeah and then how long did you did you stay with it the entire time yeah yeah right even through the like movies and like the latest ones all the way up the so latest ones on Netflix I was still jazzed about I see that's uh I'm getting there I watched it early on because it was it was kind of a sweet spot for me and then I just I was in college and busy drinking and stuff and I. You know, my initial dream was to be a cartoonist. So I've always like uh, I've been like so into like cartoons and animation. So what? yeah, not a, like a weird nineteen fifties like cat skills comic in a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I also like sitcoms. So like the animation and the sitcom, it's like a good good mixture. It's, it's perfect. So it, it I yeah, it's more often than not, I'm frequently outclassed on both knowledge and actual class with our guests. I think this is one of those cases. Okay, we'll see. Because I, I, I was—I'm not a fanatic about it or anything. So you're not like Bill Squire level, where he can come in without seeing, with no notes, and just like extemporaneously talk about episodes. No in depth. No, it's, that's 
That's a weird thing. Sometimes. Although before I before I came here, uh, should I? Do you know Bridget Callahan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I just saw her and she was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing the the episode, the the Why of Fry. She's like, I'm like, oh, it was like season five. She's like, I know, I know. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, she's like a super Futurama. We nerd. probably ought to have her on the show. Then. I did not know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, she's in town. She she knows her stuff. Fuck it. So you need a guest next week. Okay. Thanks for the tips. Nope. <laughs> no problem. Hot tips. For booking inquiries. Yeah. <laughs> Email Sturmcast at pod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I just, it's every once in a while those like little, I, and I know that the answer is always, it's cartoon logic, Pete. I don't, I don't handle that well. But like. I think this is just general storytelling setup. That he's. It's, like, so like the whole when, episode is him not feeling in or feeling important but then being not important but then being important so kind of like when bender has his i need to have a legacy weird feeling emotion yes that terrible episode well i mean there's been a couple but that that same sort of thing where it's just like this is some we're gonna we're gonna detour into character development for a for an episode and then go back to the hijinks I feel like there's been a lot, like a few episodes like that where they're like, they kind of like, they're like, we're writers, guys. Let's do yeah, this. Yeah, the Simpsons <laughs> get Emmys for this shit. We should too. Yeah, yeah. This is it, like we recorded these out of order, and uh, the last couple have been released out of order. I think we're past that now. But last ep- last week we did the Jurassic Park episode, so it's like these two right in a row. It's kind of like I don't know. I I need some silly because this one. Which one is the dra- is that the, uh, the dog? dog. The dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, don't worry. I alienated just about everybody with my hot takes on that. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah. It turns out I don't like animals apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. If these if these cats show up, you'll see it in action. But okay. but but let's let's be honest. He doesn't hate animals. He doesn't like want ill attend to them he no. just wants i mean that's fair he just he could do without animals no my my day life i'm i work with dogs and i i totally get it like it's i it's all i do and i'm like oh i get totally why do what uh what they throw up poop man because they like, eat poop yeah they eat poop and then they throw it up and like that's the worst thing like i cannot think of anything worse what's well, i mean that's an olympic sport in germany and they eat cat poop <laughs> The whatever it's like it's like nuggets yeah it, though <laughs> well, okay like i don't nuggets. understand i mean can it be really that bad for the dog they have a pretty hard oh, stomach so, so also just... it helps me clean the cat box it's not oh, great no. i know it's not have, great because yeah. <laughs> so, then they're getting the litter in there too that's not good have have uh, okay We'll, we'll go through. We'll go through the layers. So Zoidberg is <laughs> that's a whole Have you ever read any Mary Roach? Uh, she does like popular science writing. It's very engaging. It's usually about a specific topic and kind of like the outer limits of that. So like, no, she, I was thinking of Mary Worth. No, <laughs> no, she came up. I think she actually comes up. Which in this I episode. think they mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mary Roach writes these awesome books. Like there's there's one called Packing for Mars, and it's all about the space program. But it's like they had to design special underwear for astronauts because they're it would literally rot off their bodies inside the spacesuits. So it's sort of like that angle on things. She's done like books about um like the body farm and what happens to bodies when when you die she's done stuff about food she's done stuff about sex it's it's all but it's all like super engaging really great stuff so she did this one i think it's in um i think it's in gulp which is about like food and the science of food and there's a whole detour into like pet food 
and how they make it. And the thing is, like, when they're making, like, this is the best vegan, finest salmon, da 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 for your cats, like, there's nothing animals like more than stuff that smells like decomposing rotten shit. Like, it's, that's what turns them on because of their sense yeah, of smell. Yeah, my dog rolls around in it, literally. Yeah, because it's, like, perfume. He loves like, it. Yeah. be like, here's a macaroni and cheese bath with some butter to, to towel off with after. Like, for them, it's just beautiful. So whatever, like, science spends all this time trying to make animal food palatable for humans, not necessarily to taste, but they're like, oh, this is, this is good. But really, like, th that's all they want. They just want shit. It's not necessarily healthy, but I don't think it's going to kill them. Like, if they were in the wild, they'd be eating it. Uh, see, now in, in Kentucky life, that's where, like, <laughs> that's pretty much what they do. They just let the dogs go and, like, just for whatever. Yeah. And they don't necessarily make the healthiest choices. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, neither do I. <laughs> like, like, you see them, like, throw up a lot of weird things. Like, you're like, okay, you... <laughs> You really flew for the sun for that one. So, like, I can see where, like, where they need somebody making their decisions. for. Even in the wild, there's, like, a pack leader that, like, eats first. That's like, okay, this won't kill everybody. Dig in. <laughs> An old friend of mine had a dog in college. And he was, he was a butt scraper mm -hmm. on the floor. Like, that was generally his thing. But there's this one time <laughs> he starts doing that. This little blue thing starts coming out of his, his butt. And he had a whole shopping bag that he had eaten. Oh, my God. Passed through. So they, they start trying to pull it out. Oh. They get a whole blue plastic Oh, my God. And then they used it to clean up the poop oh. that came out afterwards. Yeah. No. Like, it just that came out, like, already <laughs> nodded. They yeah. were hippies. I mean. That dog is so lucky that it just pooped Yeah, the bag that's out. really that's lucky. So also, like, as gross as that is, that's got to that's gotta feel, like, exhilarating. Like, oh. <laughs> like, those, uh, the guys who swallow like the uh the linen floss yeah and let it just go through Ooh. so they can like mm. you know mm. or like a like a magician with the the hankies coming out of the sleeve yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so zoidberg so is, is <laughs> sorry we're we're way off. let's talk about something less gross. bathing zoidberg in his in own brine and spraying it all over He's it got a blowhole so did you guys notice did, did amy say anything in this episode because she's in it like two or three times, but I don't think she says anything. Like, Zoidberg blowholes the brine on her, but she doesn't go like, ugh, gleesh. You yeah. know, like, she just says nothing and she just, just wipes it off. The card it's really, to... Yeah, it's really odd right. and awkward that there is no Amy dialogue, but for yeah. some reason she's in it. Is, is Lauren Tom listed on the cast for this one? Just uh, as I a... I don't know. I didn't look. Interesting. Because there was, I mean, there was I mean, it's probably just because it's probably a contract that they're just listed in the because this is yeah. season four so they're so, all they're making syndication money at this point she right. is not listed as the one of the voice actors though in the episode. good catch mm. uh -huh. michelle with the bechdel and professor say, isn't in it at all yeah no no nothing you know what they do kind of veer off into fry solo territory pretty quickly fry yeah. and leela mm -hmm. <clears throat> And Ben, I mean, how much is Bender? There's not even it? a lot of Bender. There's yeah. a, just a little bit of Bender at the very beginning. That's some nibbler. I mean, so, all right. The thing that kind of, uh, we talked about this a little bit, or I have, because it's It was like one out. of the family you probably talked about it, episodes where it's all Alex in the spotlight. <laughs> 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 He's doing the Eric Bogosian, yeah. like, one-man show in his bedroom. Yeah. Fr <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was a great reference. You pulled it. Thanks. Wow. Uh, they're, they're, 
<laughs> I, it's um, there's this abrupt shift in this one too because there was a point maybe. I don't know, 10, 15, 20 episodes ago where, like, all of a sudden Fry's really into Leela, mm -hmm. like, really into Leela. And then I feel like that kind of drifted away for a while, and then this comes back and just like, ah, and then he's, like, upset that she's going on dates, and it's a whole thing. Well, um, I also think, like, it's okay that it, come, like, goes away and comes back. Like, if it was, like, every episode, that would get incredibly like, annoying uh, and boring. Like on Cheers or on Friends? Or on any other show where they sustained a will they won't won't they dynamic for like a decade? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's not what this show is about. They just sprinkle that in. I don't. I don't think Friends was about Ross and Rachel and will they will would would they or wouldn't they? I think it is actually. It, it is. is. I thought it was just about Friends. No, Louis really, it yeah, ended with friends. Ross and will Rachel. They or won't they? <laughs> like <laughs> that was the big like thing. Would they end up together in the end? Who cares about Chandler and Monica? That's. I just care about Joey, and I was really and disappointed he, when he did get his own show because it was not very good. Well, how could it be? How, well, could, how many times have we brought up friends and started talking about that? And <laughs> <laughs> this is really just a friends podcast, and you've all been duped at home. <laughs> I'm ending with the theme, theme song of the, that show. For this <laughs> <laughs> now, for the end picture, we have to go take a picture with umbrellas. In the <laughs> <laughs> well, and, uh, so the turn, and you know, as, as I want to do, I, I veered us off in a bunch of different directions, but Fry got all excited and suited up, and then he missed the mission completely. He was looking up curse words in the dictionary. <laughs> Wait, you know what? The professor is in this, isn't he? Because doesn't he give them... No, they got medals, but they just got the medals yeah. on their yeah. own. And okay. we got medals. Yeah, because it all went better than it normally does because mm -hmm. Fry wasn't along. <laughs> That's, uh, Have you ever looked up curse words in the dictionary? Me? Yeah. Uh, when, you were, when I was younger, I used to look up all kinds of things in the dictionary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually have a, I, I have a book upstairs called The F Word, which is like... 200 pages of conjugations of ways to use fuck. Oh, yeah. It's pretty I great. know. I'm familiar Cause with it. Because it, it, it goes into places you wouldn't expect it to go. I just had, I had someone say something to me at work today. It wasn't even like a curse, but like I had never heard it in my 42-some years on this planet. I had never heard anyone say this phrase to me, and I can't confirm that it exists. <laughs> like... I want you to say it, but then I'm going to bleep it out so no one hears it. <laughs> the The phrase was good say. Anyone? What? Good say. Like hmm. you said something good? Yes. Ugh, that doesn't sound right. I've never, I never heard it. Oh, I know. thought it was a curse word. No, no, no. Oh. No, I just meant, look, I've, I you know should, all the curses. <laughs> you, you should still bleep it. And put I'm it going behind, to. <laughs> put it behind a paywall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I didn't look up bad words in the dictionary, but I did look weird medical conditions up in like a medical encyclopedia. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's That was what I did. It's, it's uh. I like I have to consult Urban Dictionary a lot because I'm old and people say things and I just don't get. Like I still, I've looked up several times what Bay means, and I still don't understand it. Nor should you. Nor you should you. Um, and even just let, don't use that word. Let's pretend it doesn't exist. No, really, one, no one should use that. Word. Even no. if you're talking about like a, really? an inlet where you can dock your boats. You're, well, that's that's, that's B A Y B A, yes. okay. not B A E, which you're just negating one letter. Yeah, and it's not even a 
a new letter. It's a repeat of a letter. Babe. Bay is babe, basically. Well, I, I, but it means something. And I always forget because it seems really stupid. <laughs> I can't retain it's it. It's just like, like your, your love interest, your, your girlfriend or boyfriend or partner or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's your babe. Like when, when Bae X, Y, Z's, and then it's, it's a meme thing now. I don't, I don't even think people actually honestly say Bay. I still say I don't. boo. <laughs> like, it seems like boo and baby have but you can like just merged use a little together. Ghost uh, emoji for that now. That's that mm. means boo. Boo. Okay. Yeah. God. What's up, boo? Fuck. Oh, Just a little my ghost. God. I'm going <laughs> to go home and like propose to my girlfriend. Make sure she never leaves me. Gotta lock that down. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta keep up with the ghosts. I. It makes me want to pull. Makes me want to pull a, <laughs> a DB Cooper. Just like <laughs> jump out of a plane and disappear because I can't keep up and it's too much information. Ooh. Um, on uh, the one of the, my podcasts, sorry, please continue. We had the uh, daughter of the federal agent that brought him down tell the story. It was really, really yeah, that was it was like last year or so. Well, but, wait a second, he's DB Cooper. Yeah, am I thinking of the right guy? That's the guy that hijacked the plane. that yeah. they never found out who it was. Yeah, yeah like the not that brought him down, but like the guy that like searched for him and searched for him and searched. Oh, for him. okay. Like the the FBI agent. You made me think that there no was a brought him down to that. Story. I was no. There's no resolution. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't edit things that I say beforehand. That's, I that, spread misinformation. That works better on well, this. Well, it's fake there, news. I thought there recently was, but we can look that up after. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know about that. What was? Uh, Who cares? I don't care anymore. <laughs> about well, DB Cooper. Yeah, that million dollars would have been spent by now, anyways. And that was like million dollars seventies money. So it's like. Yeah, thirty million dollars now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> re- I mean, really. My favorite, uh, and this is a story I stick to, is that D.B. Cooper was Jimmy James on news radio. And that's, I, I understand that he's a fictional character, but honestly, I think that's the more satisfying I'm sorry, story. I'm behind on my news radio fan podcast. Which one was Jimmy James? St- uh, Stephen Root, the, <laughs> okay. the owner. Okay. You know? Okay. Uh, like that, I like that story. Uh, you saying elsewhere did. Uh, did, that, did that? That's where like it connects everything. Oh yeah, well I thought that was uh that was Munch from uh SVU. And no, it's the autistic kid from St. Elsewhere. That's that's like it, the root the of the snow it. globe? Does yeah. He, he yeah. Oh see. That's the root of the connect everything is connected. Then where does Richard Belzer fit in? I don't know, man. There's, there's not even deep. a dead dog that we're trying to avoid this week. <laughs> <laughs> I just... refuse to talk about this episode. The B, the B story in this is about Leela and the mayor's aide. Chaz. Yes, I like that. Who that, is that Bob Odenkirk? Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doing like a very wonderful proto Saul Goodman. Yeah. Um, which I mean, this so this came out when. April 2003? Yeah. Okay. April 6, 2003. Wow, that's good. Well, I, I mean, yeah, follow it along. But it, it's, um, I, I caught that right away. And it's such a classic Odenkirk archetype. Right. Uh, like, how much Mr. Show have you guys watched? Yeah, I've watched pretty much Several. all of it. Yeah, Some... yeah, pretty much. Yeah, probably all Did of it. Did you ever check out the Ben Stiller show? Yes. Mm, I, I love... I've... The theme song to the Ben Stiller show. It's a Dweezil Zappa Diddy. Mm-hmm. Was that 
outside your scope. To... It was a little. I was a little young for that, and they never really reran it or anything. So uh, it's uh, it's probably. Where did out I see there. that? Like, yeah, because I'm young for that. Yeah, but I watched it. It was on something. I think Comedy Central might have rerun it for a while. Um, to be honest, I think the, the either that or like I think Horchy and I like looked it up on like YouTube, like, you, YouTube, and watched a bunch of it. I mean, it it was a. It only ran for one season, but there was so much good stuff in there. And the core cast was Ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo, Bob Odenkirk, and um, Andy Dick before he went super bad shit. Yeah. But then the writers, it was like Judd Apatow, uh, Dana Gould, Dina Samatopoulos. I mean, so it, it was just like, I think David Cross was a writer too. So it was basically this whole thing that kind of morphed into um, Mr. Show too, because it was a lot of those same people. And just even back then, like Odenkirk always played that, like put upon just like, God damn it. You know, which is basically how I am at home when people aren't here. Like, <laughs> just, daughter, like, just a rageaholic. Yeah. I, I just, uh, there's fist holes in all the walls here. I didn't want to say anything. I've gotten really good at patching. <laughs> <laughs> and these calluses are pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, the, the thing about Chaz Aside from Leela meeting him at a charity cockfight, which that's really funny. That's yeah, a, yeah. That was that was a fantastic. That bit. made me laugh. And I mean, all right. I'm not trying to bring down the ire of any more animal rights people because I think I'm getting misconstrued. Go for it. Field. Go for it. Why is cockfighting bad? Uh, well, roosters will are really really vicious. Like, yeah. there it's like. It's a blood sport. It really is. And okay. like even on a farm setting, you don't have roosters together. Right. Like so it's it's there there's a reason it doesn't happen. They so. both end up dying. And it's not like both you, of them? Mm. Does everybody get a chicken dinner at the end of it? No. Cuz no? like maybe chicken nuggets, but it's not even like cuz it's not they like that's a good each eating. other apart. It's not like that's a good really? eating chicken. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they, then the other one dies of its injury. It's so flavored like, with it's, rage. Oh, isn't isn't that and why do you want eaten? why do you want two living things like beating the shit out of each other for your entertainment? Well, if they were gonna get like sent off to the Purdue plant anyway, it seems like. Well, that's not even necessarily the rooster, anyways, because the rooster like they're raised to be fighting. Are they too? Are they too gamey or something? Or just yeah? Well, yeah, I, I think it is. A, I don't. Want, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't know actually. <laughs> rooster tastes different, but I do know that they like. They do only keep them like they keep them separated uh, on the farm because they're like super territorial. Ugh. So it's so it's like their natural instinct to fight, but it's also to like. And then they don't they like amp them up on meth and like probably give them, like, they like, probably give them crack rocks or something. or something. Yeah, yeah. Tattoos. Okay. I mean, I understand how all of that is unseemly. It's just I didn't know if there was a. There's probably some sort of awful abuse component to it. Yeah, like, but it, it's almost like. If you came across two roosters in the wild and they just started like attacking each other, would you just kind of wait it out and like say, Hey, I'll give you five bucks on Oh yeah, if you just saw two roosters fighting like naturally, and then yeah, you just it would be awesome. And then just a crowd happens to show up yeah. that you can bet on it. That's okay. I, I condone that type of that cock fighting. Organic <laughs> cockfighting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we can say. <laughs> okay, so I guess, and then if it was a charity cockfight, it would no. be like 
you, you'd place your bets, but all the, that money would probably go to whatever cause. Yeah. Did they say what cause it was for? No, probably not. No. Huh. But, uh, yeah, the, um, the whole thing with Chaz is like, he's really impressed with himself. And that's. Is the what is a mayor's, mayor's aide? Is that even an important position? Well, I, I think it's basically like what Michael J. Fox was on Spin City. I was City. just thinking of that. Yeah, he's just the but he's he guy was, does he all the real work. That over people, he was very chill about it. Yeah, well, it's Michael J. Fox. I love that show until the Charlie Sheen Charlie era. Sheen showed up. Mm-hmm. You could say that about just about anything, <laughs> <laughs> except Fairless Bueller's Day Off. He's, well, he's good in that. He's kind of playing himself. In Hot Shots, that entire movie is an awesome movie. What about Part Do? I still like Part Do. Yeah. Huh. I haven't seen Hot Shots in so long. I don't know if I would still like it. I got it. more of the reference in Part Do because, like, I was a little bit older and I kind of knew what was going on uh, during that time. Okay. I, yeah, it's, uh, I just, I, I was at a, a client site for a week a couple weeks ago. And I had basically had to talk eight hours a day to the, in a small room full of people. And about halfway through day two, they're like, you sound like Charlie Sheen. I'm like, fuck. And, like, and they tried for the rest of the time I was there to make me say winning. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. And they would do, wouldn't let up. I Although if it. you're listening to this at home, you could like yeah, just loop it. I can't tell people I work with. Them you would have said show. it and then they would have been disappointed because you wouldn't have said it, right? <laughs> like, hang on. If I'm going to do that, I need four hookers and a bunch of cocaine. We, I guess and, you kind of do. I wouldn't think of Charlie Sheen as having a particularly distinctive voice. Martin Sheen. Yes. There's a distinctive voice. Mm. Yeah. But how... I, I don't need to derail this into the whole Estevez situation because that's <laughs> always confused me. <laughs> um, with uh, Bender was blowtorching his armpits after he took that shower. I didn't really get that. Was that just supposed to be like he's blow-drying himself or was that something that... Yeah, I think it was just blow-drying yeah. Just getting the moisture yeah. off. Yeah. Um, but that, I guess that's really the point where Fry starts feeling super inconsequential because he's just been, he's been rejected by the crew. He's been rejected by Leela personally because she's got this hot date with Chad. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So well, that all kind of makes sense. She's got a date with the mayor's aide. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very important. Well, he seems to He got a so. table at Elzar's. What well, was empty? Without a reservation. <laughs> yeah. Do you notice that, like, as they're walking, he, like, taps Elzar on the shoulder like he wanted that table right there? <laughs> Can you do that at a restaurant as they're walking? If be like, if you're a mayor, no, if no. it's empty. I mean, like, I'm surprised that Elzar was actually <laughs> acting as Mater D at his own restaurant. That's, I mean, that shows how bad it is. I mean, if you don't like going. a table at a restaurant, you can ask for a different table. Like, when I went to Mabel's on my birthday, they tried to sit me at one of those big, giant, like, family style group tables in the middle and i was they thought you had a whole bunch of friends no 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 no, no, they didn't because we asked for two like (laughs) they knew that there were two of us and they tried to sit us with like these older dudes who were like clearly on a business meeting and my friend and i were like no we don't want these dudes to hear what we're about to talk about those, those guys probably paid you know like tipped the host to be like any nice young ladies come in next to us that's probably what happened that yeah. is not how i would th- i would be nah, like room for appetizers let's do this <laughs> let's get a multiple plate situation here going i would have demanded that but then i would have had sit at one head of the table and then made my date sit at the other <laughs> so it's like a really long like have, i'm rich have you seen those tables they're like 45 feet it's like long, the first Tom. batman yes. where uh michael keaton and uh 
Uh, what's her name? Kim Bassinger. Is that how you pronounce it? Either that or Basinger. Basinger. I, don't I think, think it's Basinger. It All right. Like uh, Last Man on Earth, they do that that joke too with um, the Kirsten Shawl and what's his face? Will Forte. Yes. I don't know why I just blanked on Will Forte's name. But they sit at like opposite ends of the table, but it's like a table for a hundred <laughs> yeah. people. But and then it, he has like he a has robot, the robot, right? yeah, like the the remote control. Like, can you pass the song? <laughs> sure, honey. And he just races it to her on the the RC car. I think is what it was. This table is uh, like right by your elbow there, Tim. Is where uh, my daughter used some sort of nail polish. Okay. Oh. To remove the finish of the table. <laughs> okay. Um. The ire of a father who has a ruined piece of wood. I know that. I know that feeling. Here's the thing. I'm not happy about it. It's actually like a constant source of anxiety, and I'm being very genuine and sincere right now. Like it, it leads me to be psychologically unwell, but I am aware of the fact that I literally cannot have anything nice because everything that comes into this house is going to get fucked up by my daughter or by these goddamn cats. And yeah, cats are the worst. I mean, the brand new furniture is already torn up. I I had, this was my night. Um, Neither Tim nor Pete's, uh, Comments right now reflect how the podcast <laughs> feels. I, I have a, a cat and I love him, but he did he did destroy. He dumped a pitcher of water on my MacBook and destroyed it. Oh god! And, it, and probably then on he, purpose. Yeah, and then he went back and destroyed the pitcher. I liked. It was a nice glass pitcher. I <laughs> fuck you. You made Apple's glassware. terms of service. You're not supposed to have water within a hundred <laughs> feet of any Mac product. It was yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't have. So, uh, you know, along these lines, last week my daughter got horribly ill for a couple days, and, like, Thursday night it was Barf City up here, like, and just everywhere. Like, I don't know how three gallons of puke can come out of an eight-year-old, but it did. It was everywhere. So clean all that up, doing the laundry, whatever. The next morning I'm like, I have to run the carpet cleaner tonight and, you know, shampoo this out because this room stinks like That's puke. a good investment. Yeah, oh, it's absolutely, right? So that morning, come downstairs – Cat puke in the living room, too. So clean that up. I'm like, well, this is my Friday night. Carpet shampooing. Get done shampooing the carpets Friday night. I have to do it at three different floors. You know, like, I, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do this. Get done. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I'm sitting down to try and take the edge off, which I do by drinking excessively. Mm-hmm. And I broke in the door and threw up everywhere. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. It gets better. Sit down. My wife goes to bed. One of her asshole cats is sitting on the other side of the couch. And as I'm sitting there trying to relax, <coughs> starts. Uh, it starts. He's on the couch. So I jump up to go shoo him off, splashing wine out of my cup onto the couch. So now, now I've made a mess because of this fucking cat. And he continues to puke on the couch, runs off. So clean that up. Two hours later, and I'm sleeping on this now stained couch because... The bed is taken up by all the sick people. It's right. become an infirmary. And the other cat over by the TV stares at me and then proceeds to throw up on the carpet I just shampooed with, like, like the eyes, just, like, you know, like, threateningly, like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and just everywhere. Ugh. First of all, why are your cats throwing up so much? That is not good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what they do. If you licked all the hair off your body to clean yourself, I would think it would make you have an upset tummy. There's a little cream we give our cat that seems to 
curb that, but I don't know what it's called or what it does, but I do know that it's chicken. Also, if Ah. you let cast throw up and let it dry, it's way easier just to vacuum it up. No, it's not. This isn't. You give it two, three (laughs) a week. (laughs) You let your dog lick it to kind of keep the. the Or you get your other cat to eat, clean it up because my one cat will go and eat the other cat's vomit. You thought we talked about Futurama on the show. (laughs) Yeah, we have not gotten to this. Tom's already on his third beer, and we're only like five minutes into the episode. I know. (laughs) This is the part where they they remark that Fry is. Un, or Fry says he's unimportant, like the guy in the back of a Mary Work, uh, Mary Worth comics. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally missed that reference when I, I watched the episode. Is Mary and, Worth still a thing? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It's actually not a bad premise. It's just a woman in an apartment building who gets into other people's in the apartment building's so business. She's just nosy. Yeah. And it's been running for like 70 years. She was like 70 when it started. And it's like two panels usually. Or even sometimes it's it's one long panel. It's only been like one week in the world (laughs) of Mary Worth because each panel is only like two seconds of her day. (laughs) There were were three of them, weren't there? There was Mary Worth. Well, there's Apartment 3G, I think, is the one you're thinking of that's like the the offshoot. Oh, my God. Can you imagine... How terrible you are in life when you're a Mary Worth knockoff. Like, <laughs> this is the well, most a, creative thing I can I do. It was the same artist, or maybe you know how they do that. Yeah. It's an apartment. If she's in an apartment, she's in an apartment building. Like uh, mm-hmm. what is it? Uh, High and Lois and Beetle Bailey. Yeah, yeah. and ha- I mean, that guy had a whole thing. I think Hagger the Horrible. And- Those are good. Mm. Eh. They're I okay. Mean, they're pretty good. I like Beetle. They're Bailey. way better than Mary Worth. It's it's weird with Beetle Bailey because it was probably like way funnier before Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> all these soldiers just loafing. Yeah, they're just being lazy. They should be bullet sponges. That's, that's what we hired them for. Um. <laughs> Judge Parker, that was another one, right? That's, that's the one I was thinking. Yeah, of. you know would be awesome. There's more intellectual property that we're giving away for free. Uh, if you did that same style of comic, but like about just a filthy dirtbag hippie or something, which I guess is probably kind of like American Splendor, but but really just like banal minutia of like... Have, have you ever looked up Tijuana Bibles? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to have a book of them. I, I've lost it. It was it was like... Lost. It was amazing. Somebody stole that from you. Pro- I mean, it wasn't like a, an old, like an actual book. It was just like a compilation kind of thing that of everything. But it would be like where you would see like Mary Worth in like profoundly pornographic situations. <laughs> like yeah. 30s pornographic, too. So there was like weird lingo that you've never heard of. Like, I'm going to lick her splitted. What? Like... <laughs> Oh, and I was wrong. Uh, Apartment 3G is not uh, tied into the same world as Mary Worth, but it is about uh, three career women who live in an apartment together. Um, (laughs) There's going to be some asshole gritty reboot of Mary Worth. (laughs) Abigail Tommy Thompson, Luann Powers, and Margot McGee were the names of those women. Wait, what was the middle one's name? Uh, Luann Powers. Which one is the... um, Her name is... One. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Which one is the Rue McClanahan of the group? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Slut. 
That would be great if somebody made like a Golden Girls adaption comic strip. I, I'm sure they have. Like that's that's the whole thing. There's so. <laughs> See, I, I say this as one of the hosts. You of say a it show as, as if it's more obvious than it is. I believe. Well, well like, I what's mean, that rule? This... What is it? Rule. Uh... The one where any, anytime you think of something that could yeah, be porn, no, yeah. it already is. Rule thirty-four. Yeah, yeah rule thirty-four. Wait, you're the one that told me about that website. I know. How did you forget it? No, I wanted to make sure everyone knew what it oh, was. Okay. It's uh, uh um. There's no original content, but I say that as doing a a show that's derivative of another show in the first place. Granted, we've barely talked about it again. I am the worst person for sticking on topic. Guys. I kind of want to make a note and put in the, <laughs> the end song and then be like, no, just kidding. <laughs> so when they, when they finally sit down at the restaurant, there's the cooks coming out of the kitchen, like chasing the roach. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> I loved the sign in the restaurant that says, uh, bathroom is for stroganoff customers only. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't That's, see that either. I would like that for my house. Is that because the stroganoff is going to make you need to use it, or is that because the, the, uh, the stroganoff is the most expensive thing? I think either works All for right. the joke. But then with the, with the loaf of bread... Isn't stroganoff like where you like use the last bits of everything though? I think that's. I mean, it's beef. Tips. I mean, not now, but beef tips. That's like the tips of everything S- that you use for good. Stew in general is sort of like how can we make this half rotten meat and these well, shitty true. vegetables palatable? I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Party. Oh my god, stew to your ribs. It's uh, it's it's getting to be crockpot weather. Oh my god, I'm stew hungry right now. <laughs> I made a pot roast a couple days ago. It was good. Uh, oh, you so, use a crockpot? Yeah. Mm. Of course, that's that's what you do oh, when shit. you make a we're, pot roast. We're an instant pot household now. That oh, shit's I need even to get you one. You use a pressure cooker. Yeah, that's yeah. what the instant pot does. I need it's an amazing. instant pot. Maybe that's what I should have asked for for Christmas instead of cash. I'm going to Google <laughs> Instapot when I get home because that's a kitchen gadget I don't have. Oh, the, the box is right behind you on the floor because they don't have anywhere to put it. It's an electronic pressure cooker and this the things it, it can do. It uses electricity to, to cook the food. Yeah, so I mean you can actually use it as a slow cooker, but you can use it as a fast cooker too. Mm. And that's where like frozen chicken right out of the thing, 40 minutes, it's done and now it's excuse me, like shreddable and good and uh, it's it's pretty great. Well, I Ooh. asked my mom for a sous vide, and she was like, "Would you rather have a sous vide or cash?" And I went, "Come on, cash." <laughs> so, <laughs> what what is a sous vide? Uh, oh. it's, uh, yeah. So it's basically like cooking things with water is the best way that. Which I you're can gonna kind say? Wait, that sounds it. like boiling. No, it's it's like it, it it's hard to explain. It's it's mm. like sealed. Okay, like sealed in, in in liquid. So it's it's like so you can cook it with an even temperature. Yes. I'm guessing so it gets cooked really evenly. Okay, I can see that. It's some sort of. Can you cook anything in it? Your shoes. I mean, I mean that's kind of how a double boiler works yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, how quick kind of. could you cook bacon in the uh, fast cooker thing that you got? Well, it would cook it very quickly, but it wouldn't crisp it because it's all about moisture no, and pressure. That's all I want. I want moist, very bacon. moist, chewy, fatty bacon. Uh, let's do some experiments later, Tom. All right. And we can get a deep fryer, and we can make a I list a of what fryer. we can and we can't 
deep fry because deep fry. I believe the list of things you can't deep fry is going to be way shorter than the things you can deep can fry. Can people <laughs> own a deep fryer? I, I was having this thought last week because I was like, oh, I was going to, I might get a deep fryer. Can, how long can you own a deep fryer and use it before you're like, I'm disgusted with myself? Oh, okay. 40 minutes. Uh, I'm going <laughs> no. on two years. So, oh, two years, <laughs> a year. And I was using mine and I'm like, you know what? I got to clean this. And I took oh, it apart oh to clean God. it. And then I couldn't put it back together. Together, so I just <laughs> threw it out. You waited two years, a no, year, to, a year to you clean. Waited a year no, to clean your teeth. I mean to really clean it. Like it, you oh, can only like clean it so friend. much. Like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I dump the the oil every every two. I mean it so was in like I the seams and everything was gross. So I took out a couple screws and then we don't know what happened to those screws. <laughs> Jeez. The machine was trying to save you. It was being altruistic. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> so the, the roaches are coming out of the kitchen. Elzar smashes well, the there. one with the, with the loaf of bread. And Chaz, being the mayor's aide, is like, I gotcha. Not being, like, disgusted. No. And then he he's just, happy he got a table. Yeah, but he wipes the roach off on his on the, whites. That's like the corner of the table, I thought. Free yeah. bread at a restaurant. <laughs> Is there yeah. anything you can't do? <laughs> that, uh, Fail the mayor. Ever. ever. <laughs> <laughs> so after their uh, lovely dinner at Elzar's, they go to Ozorgnax's pub where Fry is um, wallowing in his own sorrows. So Fry sees Leela and Chaz walk in, and he goes... Oh no, Leela's here. I can't let her see me. And she immediately goes, Is that Fry I hear? <laughs> so Bender so. just ditched him. Oh, that's right. Because Bender yeah. was like, Oh, I'll do anything you want. And he's like, Can we go bowling? Nope. Nope. So Leela asks Fry if he can go walk Nibbler because she might not come home later. Because she's on a hot date that's going real well. Oh, this part got me like a little civil rights mad. Like when, oh yeah, because he was picking up the poop. He was was trying to pick it up, and it's yeah, the weight of a thousand suns. Yeah, but the bag was on it. His hand, he was (laughs) trying, and they were like, "Hey, buddy." And he, but you know, he gets a ticket and he just leaves that poop there. I guess at that point, why yeah, would you're you gonna ever get a ticket? It yeah, I'm just going to leave it. Yeah. Well, based on our earlier discussions, and see, this is, I it was is being preemptively matter. on topic. Wouldn't Nidler just eat his own poop? No. Why? Because well, he doesn't normally eat his own poop. He could, though. He can eat anything. It's I mean, dark he's, matter. He's walking around talking later in the episode, so I yeah. imagine he, if he can do that, he wouldn't eat his own poop. I mean, some of the stuff he's eaten is pretty. Yeah. Not all, do- like, not all dogs eat their own poop. Some eat it with a reckless enthusiasm. None of, neither of my dogs eat their own poop or either each other's poop. Yeah, it's like it's it's like they, a condition. One of them tried cat food or cat poop once, and then the other one saw it, and the other one ended up trying <laughs> it, and liking it. So <laughs> now, every once in a while, I have to say, "Hey, get your head out of the litter box." I. <laughs> my my dog went through a cat poop phase where I kept on like catching her. Yeah, I like I would it's look a up. Phase. I, I like looked up and I wouldn't see her, and I'm like, Lola, are you eating cat poop? And she'd like run out of the bathroom. Like, well, it's like a it's a deficiency that makes them. There's like a drive to eat the poop, their own poop, because they're nutrient deficient. Is that's what I've always heard? Because I think it's they they make pills. Like if you feed the dog special cor- coroprophagia or whatever that that 
Copper, Dis- coprophagia? Coprophagia, yeah. However yeah. you pronounce that word, that is when a dog one. is eating its own poop. Yeah. It's it like giving them the, the pill will make them stop eating poop. I don't know why, but... That's what I've always I'm going to look assumed. up this poop because, like, honestly, I am dealing with this. And now I'm just going into work problems. But yeah. I deal <laughs> this dog. I have never seen a dog eat poop with, like, I, I have to race him to it. And you can't really beat a dog on foot. And, like, no. and like he'll see, like, the dog. Like, if a dog's going to the bathroom, like, it's not like, oh, I'll just, like, slide over there because this dog's name. I feel like I should change the dog's name, but I'm not going to. Jorge is the dog's name. <laughs> Jorge will also see the dog, like, waiting. And he'll, like, go right up to the butthole and just, like, <laughs> oh, receive it into his mouth. No. And I'm like, I'm not sticking a bag in there. There's, like, two dogs one cup. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And it's happening mouth. every day. And like he throws up poop every day. And like that's like cuz he eats too much poop. <laughs> he eats too much. So he just like throws it up. So now don't So now oh, and that's it funny. has like now it's a throw up smell with like released all the power of the poop smell and it's like it's the worst. I like it is worse than racism. <laughs> it is. I can't think of anything worse than this poop that has been thrown up. Have you tried to make him use a knife and fork? Like, I like. Just... I, what's the point? It's not going to be down on the plate for long. It's like. Well, that's part of the training aspect. You like you wait. You, you this is it. daycare, like so. So it's, it's, this isn't like because I'm not like, oh, I'm training this dog. Like, not I'm. I'm just like, He's keeping watching. it from dying. Yeah, I'm just like watching it during the day with a bunch of other dogs in the room with like good ass poop. Do you? Uh, does your? Uh, does your daycare have? The video feeds for people. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever like put on like the saw mask? This or is what your dogs do when you're this is, at work. This is what I found out. People on the cameras have very little self, like very little sense of humor about dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, there is. Uh, oh man. If you are the type of person to like sit at your office and like watch your dog like. For hours, yeah, and uh, like you're, you've got, you've got a bunch of crazy requests in you. My dog blinked twelve <laughs> times in the last ten seconds. She never does that at home. Yeah, that, that's what they're like. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much what they're like. They're like, can you do like my dog is like, what's wrong with them? What's like they're sad? Like why are they getting humped? And they'll be like, yeah, so, okay, so in public, can you get cer- well? As in that the the place that you're watching these dogs is in private, so. You wouldn't necessarily get a 289, a failure to scoop, but no. can you still get those on the wild? Uh, you know, not. I can't imagine that's happened in Cleveland because I, I've, I've certainly left in a lot of dog shit. Well, I've certainly left a lot down because I'll let my dog shit on city property. <laughs> Like, cause I used to just like live by the cop yard. So I'll be like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> like I'm not going to be like, oh, well there's, there's a weave that was torn off by a transsexual prostitute. There's a bunch of broken wild Irish rose. Like, oh, no. why don't I pick up this poop? <laughs> like that's, that's what's ruining this neighborhood. Just all the all the straight up dog shit. This is that fuck you and your broken window and then, policy, Giuliani. Yeah, yeah. A flower comes out <laughs> of the dog poop. Yeah, well that's that's the circle of life. What is shit if not fertilizer? <laughs> yeah. 
Listen, the poop I, eradication is but one aspect of your importance. My my feeling is I didn't pay anything for my dog, so I'm not picking <laughs> picking up the poop. If you have a designer dog, pick up the poop. If you can afford specific breeds and whatnot, yeah. It's it, so. Does anybody else ever get freaked out when Nibbler reveals himself? This no. is the second time it's what? happened. What? Just because you forget about how he can talk. <laughs> no, it's just it's holy such crap. A, what? Where did he reveal himself before? Uh, uh, to Leela. Um, in the other the, one the with brain. the brain, Ember. The brain. Episode. Yeah, the brain. Oh, okay. See, like when cartoon, and this is kind of my problem with the Simpsons too. I feel I always feel like they begin to go downhill when they begin to get like self-referential. You know, That's, when they well, this the is a this is a. sequel to that so this episode because they refer back to when it happened and explain it yeah the reason why fry wasn't affected by the brains in that first episode was because he lacks the delta brain wave which turns out is because he went back in time and slept with his own grandmother become his own grandfather yeah he is his own grandfather. <laughs> I did do the nasty in the past. I love that phrase because it's so absurd. And I think I'd only seen it written out before. Whereas it's do the nasty in the pasty and it's spelled like pasty. And that always threw me off. And just to hear him say it so matter of factly <laughs> is just like, but then Nibbler's, you know, past nastification like it's a whole conjugatable verb. It's really, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's uh, it, you know, but I just like that, especially when that that uh, it's Frank Welker that does the voice. I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like he's just got such a total radio announcer voice from the. Yeah. So whenever that comes out, it's so jarring, especially on Nibor. I get this just juxtaposition. They all stuff, have but. like super like deep <laughs> and like. Very, uh, like, I can't think of the word. It's commanding. They're like the striking voices. Even like the women are like, ah. But then when they they can, like, get, you know, it goes over and and (laughs) tickles them under the chin and then they go, they have, like, the the cuddle noises. The one point he's, like, talking about the plan and he's playing with the, like, like, little mouse scratchy post. I mean, are they supposed to be? Cats are just the Nablonians. They're Nablonians. They've okay. lived for like before the universe was created, so they're just they can do whatever they want. They've gotten by being cute, That's and really like secret. honestly, like are they really that cute? They have like a little eye antenna stinging out of their heads. So. Fry calls them raccoons later <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> I mean. Isn't that one of the jokes in Guardians of the Galaxy is that Rocket Raccoon mm-hmm. is a raccoon, but he's not Trash a panda. Yeah, you come up with all kinds of little names. What, is that better? No, it's worse. But it's this, a lot worse. This, this actually, this had, when, when they explained to him that he's the most important person in the universe, his response where he goes, so the way that I feel when I'm drunk is correct? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Except the Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews band doesn't rock, which... Yeah, my <clears throat> the Dave Matthews band does not rock. No, and I've I've my old boss is a huge Dave Matthews fan, and I like relentlessly give him. Shit we can call him that. DMB if we want to save time. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I, I went through my DMB phase really for a little bit. I get out, get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, Tom. Ants marching. Um. Bam. 
It's fine. You know, it's, it's fine. I don't hate it. He's a, he's a talented musician. I'll give him that. All I and hear, I've always defended Dave just, Matthews. Just, man. Listen, you're, you be a fan of whatever you want to be a fan on. Like, the part of really my biggest failing as a person is it's nearly impossible for me to get excited about anything anymore. I'm just dead inside, except in rare occasions, like when I'm talking about sparks or something. But, like, you know, I just can't, I can't handle it. Number one, the ascent of Dave Matthews happened, like, kind of aligned with my college years. So white-hatted frat bros and that are like this in my brain. It's just okay. They're, they're un, unseparable. And then the other thing is, when he sings, I just hear donkeys braying, which is like when I hear the theme song to Firefly, I just hear the words Bon Jovi up in space over and over again instead of the actual lyrics. It's just like, it's one of those things where it's just, my brain does like the, the synesthesia thing and just replaces it with, and like, you know, uh, like in Pinocchio, when they turn into goats or donkeys. Right. Like, they turn into donkeys. You were just talking about donkeys. I, I corrected myself. That would bother you a lot less if you watched as much hee-haw as I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. I'm I'm listening to things. I'm like, we could use a donkey in this. <laughs> I mean, you know, again with our, uh, you know, our our prescient tying uh, topical matter together. Dave Matthews, also known for dumping a bunch of shit in a certain place. <laughs> so it's, it's the really... record stores, am I right? <laughs> oh. oh, so we're gonna get. <laughs> We're gonna get the Firefly pow, pow. fans mad at me. We're gonna get the Dave Matthews fans <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> the animal lovers are pissed at me. Look, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get those numbers down <laughs> to where they should be. <laughs> You're still listening. What's wrong with you? At this point, I assume no one's listening anymore. <laughs> Uh, so Fry is the mighty one. He does not know. No, <laughs> no, he does not know. That no, he does not. Stop it! It's <laughs> enough. It was so good. Like just, just all the twisty turnies. Like that was a real Monty Python esque sort of thing, mm-hmm. which is always beautiful. Um, oddly enough, except when Monty Python does it now, <laughs> it's a little off putting. It's weird to watch anybody in their seventies do what they did when they were in their twenties. Yeah, I, I mean, there are. Well, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole on Sparks, but I'll say they're an exception that proves the rule. But yeah, I, I get what you're what you're saying. Like it, it's because like when they do those tours, it's just we're going to rehash a bunch of old bits. And I think um, so George Dunn went to see Steve Martin mm-hmm. and and Martin Short, and it's just like it's not even that that it's not funny. It's just you know that they're literally Steve Martin, especially just like, I'm just collecting a paycheck so I can go play banjos. I literally could not give any fewer fucks about this. And I think John Cleese is really in the same boat. And then Eric Idle is the Gene Simmons of that outfit where he's just like money. Did someone say money? (laughs) I I don't know. He's done his own funny shit though. Eric. I, well, they've, they've all kind of done their own thing, but I think out of all of them, Eric Idle has really done the most like external to Python stuff. Like, He's done the ruddles. That yeah. was that was pretty good. You know, let him do the work and then collect the money yeah, and do fine. whatever. Whatever. 
People they grew up during the blitz, go. like London was bombed. They're probably like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got to put more money into the shelter, fellas. We've got to have a stock of Heinz beans. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't realize that this is where the name the Infosphere comes from. Yes, it was constructed yeah. by the brains. So this is the first yeah. mention. Of, is it the last yeah. mention of that? Is this Pretty it? much, yeah. This is just, this is it for the Infosphere. So uh, <laughs> that whole that whole piece about... Uh, they constructed a giant, a giant memory bank, three times bigger than a regular memory bank. <laughs> Which, given the time frame, like that was still sort of the, the norm for like computer storage, where it was like, you know, like like the the amount of memory in this phone. Oh, and is, you is equal to like hundreds of thousands. Yeah. <laughs> of my first computer, like two thousand three or yeah, two thousand three. Like I think I was like I. Drop good money on like a hundred gigabyte hard drive oh or something oh, yeah. like that. Like I was like, all right, now it's I so finally got space. space for all my uh, LimeWire downloads. Have you ever seen the movie Johnny Mnemonic with <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's about uh, that's a war being fought over computer storage. Five hundred and twelve kilobytes <laughs> in his brain, which again you could probably like. There's probably a USB drive that is part of like piercing jewelry. That holds terabytes. Yeah. You know, like it, it's a nipple ring and it's a thumb drive all in the same <laughs> device. And if nobody's making those, I call it. It's, it's, we'll start selling. You could probably stuff. do it if it had like a retractable chain. So you sure. can. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a set of clamps. You Plugged could in. You could also put the Branding. jewelry anywhere. It could be in your ear. It could be in your nose. A it could be plug down USB. Low. Still, you could like, you could, like <laughs> pull it out of your nose with on that chain. <laughs> just, whoop. I just like to think somebody have to dropping off paper, uh, like for their teacher in school, and just be like, zip, <laughs> 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 and just unzipping their pants. And then just like, like doing sort of a it's, no, it's uh, cool. Yank I'm just uh, <laughs> um, so as they're as they're coming out with the plan to destroy, this is basically it turns into Star Wars, where it's you got to get in. The secret, you know, opening and then blow things up. Well, it scans itself because beaver's made for life. Yeah. 11 is greater than four. Yeah. <laughs> what was what was the last one? Uh, Kaplan's Carpets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah. quality carpets, visit Kaplan's Carpets. So there were two there were two voice things that happened here, and they were both like uh, audio illusions. Number one, one of the Nablonians... Um, was voiced by Billy West, sounded like George Takei, and I was wondering if it was George Takei, like, even way back. But there was, there was like, an oh, my, that came out, and it was, like, it was straight off of his, his old George Takei version. But the data scanner sounded like Chris Hardwick. And no, it's not. Definitely I, it not. definitely wasn't. Yeah. But when he was on Radiorama recently, like, the voice that he was doing as uh, whatever the character is mm -hmm. that I can't retain, which sounded exactly the same as a data scanner. If you go back and listen, you'll be fooled. I didn't listen to Radio Rama. That that is what I missed. It's okay. I just can't with Chris Hardwick. Uh, this sounds like something we should talk about, but I think we're running out of time. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm 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 a little nervous, and I've got brain in my butt crack. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you ever said that before for real? No. I <laughs> have. Uh, have you ever eaten brains? I think I have. Pretty sure I've eaten brain before. I think I, I might have, have too. 
Yeah. I get I get tripped up on the organ meat. Tim? Nah, I'm a vegetarian. I not I, even like but back in the past. No, because like not even when like you're a, a hillbilly, stew. people get like really weird about it. They're like, oh, this is good brains. You just don't want to throw it away. I'd be like, no, I live That's next right. to a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> that is you you cornets eat the brain. I'll go eat beef like a regular person. <laughs> how how long have you been a vegetarian? About six years. Six years? Mm-hmm. Do you ever crave it still? Not really. No. Because, like, once you make, like, like, because, well, for a long time, I worked at an Italian deli, like, behind the counter while, like, when I first started. So you were cutting up a so, lot of uh, meat? Yeah, like, me, like, a lot of uh, questionable meat. Uh, this looks a lot like a thigh. <laughs> Shut up and slice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it's, like, I just, like... It's like cheers. I just like surrounded myself with it. So I'm not like tempted. I I don't know if it would be just temptation. The it's cooking just... of bacon, that smell, I could never. That I, and cheeseburgers. Oh I don't God. think it's like. It, I, <laughs> I want I, one now. I, oh, like bacon fucking is Big a, Buford. That is oh. why I'm not a vegetarian. Oh, Big man. Buford's. That is exactly why I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I could feel the soul of the cow screaming at me from the inside. We need to start a, uh, a rally tally. Where we just mark up every, every episode where we talk about rallies or a product from rallies. Oh. It'll be the Slurmcast Those rally rallies fries, those are my. I poop because I eat them <laughs> and I feel terrible, but then I'm like, ooh, rally surprise. Oh. And the banana shakes. Oh, I, I like banana shakes in general, but yeah. I don't have them there. Oh, it, I haven't been to get fries. I haven't been there in a long time because is, well, uh, I'm is, a grown man now. Well, did you know that postage stamp glue is made out of toad mucus? I had a, I had a suspicion. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it's like <laughs> squeezing that toad into a bucket. Who killed I, the I w- dinosaurs? I did. <laughs> I just, I, I really kind of want a Scooty Puff Junior. I know it's a terrible machine and it doesn't work right, but it seemed pretty cool. It was cute. Scooty Puff Junior. They remind me of like the, like. Little popcorn machines that when you were younger, like you mm-hmm. well, it had one, it had pop. one in the top. Yeah. <laughs> when he was flying into the infosphere, he was what like the, watching it. The sticker, and the Nablonian was trying to talk to him on his like wrist communicator thingy, and he was like, "What? I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry." The little like pelican was like, "Let's have safe fun or something like that." Are you ready for safe fun? Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't catch that part. <laughs> that makes sense later when they do the reveal. Oh yeah. Um, so, like, I love that Fry all of a sudden is, like, Mr. Curious and wants to ask all the questions. He's just, like, like, like who killed the dinosaurs and, and that. But. Yeah, but that also leads him to be discovered by the brains where they, they detect a slight slight brainwave signal, possibly a dead weasel or cartoon viewer. I thought that was a jab at me. It was. <laughs> I, it was a jab at all of us. That was a very old-fashioned joke. I that thought. was. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's straight out of like a Merry Melodies sort of thing. But the 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 implosion graphics when everything. So they do the reveal to like make him feel bad about helping the Implonians. But the uh, the well, implosion was. I mean, a great graphics. It looked really cool when it just kind of sucked up into itself. The, the oh, the, where they go, went into the other universe. Yes. Um. Well, then, like we we could sing American Pie. Go ahead, I deserve it. <laughs> 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 
Did Dave Matthews ever cover American Pie, Tom? I don't think so. Do you want He's to... African. South African. African Pie. Oh. <laughs> Bye-bye, South Never. African Pie. That could get... Drove the Chevy to the levee. Sorry for appetite. <laughs> you could work like Chappie and Dion's word into it. I mean, that's... Uh, I gotta get into the song parody business. We could be the next Seals and Crofts, Tim. Oh, my God. Summer breeze all over the goddamn place. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the brains, brains tell Fry to look up the Niblonian's role in the night that he was frozen because Fry is saying, I don't care that I'm stuck here with you guys because we we were the victors over good over evil. And they were like, oh, you think the Niblonians are, are all that great? Check it out. So Fry talks to the big brain and... Uh, the Nibelonians are saying, oh, it'll be boring. And he goes, oh, forget it then. But the brains <laughs> talk him into, into uh, asking what happened on the night that he was frozen. And the, the giant brain says, clarification request, Philip J. Fry from Earth or Philip J. Fry from Hovering Squidworld 97A? <laughs> and the, one of the brains just goes, Earth, you fat idiot. <laughs> I do like how the brains are resentful of the big brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the little brains, even though they're still giant brains, hate the big giant brain. Maybe the big giant brain sort of like the... Uh, you know, the CEO who's so far removed from also the uh, little, day -day operations. little brains are just doing all the work to give yeah. the big brain all the information. Exactly. They're resentful because he's just like he gets all the credit. Down with big brain. Yeah. Down with big brain. <laughs> exactly. It's, so uh, I'm really bad at things that involve balance, such as roller skating, ice skating, skateboarding, mm -hmm. rocket skating. Skiing, but I'd, I would try rocket skating. That Wiley was, uh, Coyote did that once. Did he? With yeah. Acme skates or something? Mm -hmm. well, I thought those are just like rockets on the back of roller skates. I assume these would be like floaty in the air skating. No, they used on the ice. I mean, there was a Zamboni out there. Well, because the rockets would melt the ice. You'd need to smooth the ice out. But, but they I would be coming off. touching the ground. No, they'd be on ice skates and the rockets were behind so you could skate faster. Huh. And then you didn't have to actually move the Rockets would just is this, go. Is this true? Uh, Did you look at it in depth? <laughs> I'm not a rocket skate scientist. I'm sorry. I, I don't know the physics. I mean, the, the end result of it all is that Chaz is just a total dick. He is a dick. He yeah. does not know anything about Leela. He does the exact wrong thing with her. Yeah, by, by shunning the <laughs> orphans. Who Now, she False knows those move. orphans. So, like, why didn't she even be like, hey, guys, I, you know, they're all from. Well, she says, can we let him skate with us? And he's like, huh, those fucking kids? Mm -hmm. I mean. Literal quote. Yeah. Oh, those <laughs> fucking kids? Oh. <laughs> hey, kids, fuck you. <laughs> I'm the mayor's aide. God Damn it! It's it's uh. Well, he does say, "Get out of here. Come back when you have more connections, or something <laughs> like that." Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's basically supposed to be the rink at Rockefeller Center, I guess. Just the way that it looks, with it being sort of down, and then there's the overlook thing. Like, uh, have you ever probably seen that? new Rockefeller Center? Yeah, yeah, because it's fallen and been rebuilt. But have you ever seen that in person? No. It's pretty weird. I'd like to. It's just it's crowded. Instead, I saw a Christmas tree underwater with sharks around it. Yeah, I. Yeah, we talked that sounds kind of cool. We talked about that trip. <laughs> I don't. What are your feelings about the city of Philadelphia, Tim? 
And if you don't respond by saying it's one of the filthiest in the country, I'll yeah. know you've never been there. It's a it's a city full of jerks. See, I, I you know because I don't <laughs> care about you know it's like it's you know I think L.A. is probably one of the filthiest cities on earth. Yeah, they don't get the water to wash the stuff away. Yeah, and like people just you know what they're litter bugs. You know what Cleveland is? The culture. One of the most dangerous cities in the world. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> But you know what? When our blood spills all over, there's something coming around to clean it up. <laughs> Not only that, it makes you try and be a little bit nicer to people because you never know who's going to yeah. kill you. Hey, sweep your step or we'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's all the way it should be, Tom. It's it's good. It's fine. Yeah. I had a good time. I think you'd have a good time in a dirty place. I did. I mean, and pretty much my entire ho- uh, hotel uh, got comped was free. <laughs> so, even better. It was good. Um, so how or do you think that when they go and actually the into the other universe, yeah. like the infosphere and everything, um, which why didn't the infosphere also show up in the other universe? It did. They were inside it. I thought they were just like in... Like just floating around. Was, no, I thought no, they, they were, were in the They were universe. inside of the infosphere. Oh, were they? Okay. Yeah. And then it gets zapped back to 1999 via space-time transfer because there is a nexus point where Fry can return back to the moment that he was frozen after he discovers that Nibbler was the one who pushed him into right. the cryo chamber. But huh. my question is... <laughs> why- I wonder if... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, no, no. Go Just ahead. in the writers' room initially, if they were like, "Do we really have to explain this?" and somebody was like, "Yes, it's <laughs> going to be important." <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> it's do you, do you think from scanning everything in the entire universe, that's how he figured out there was the nexus point, the big brain? Oh wow! Like, how did he figure out there was a nexus point? Because they're in a the, whole I think different that was why universe. They've, though they've got the knowledge. So it connected to the other universe. I guess so. He, all he does is he, the, the big giant brain says, I have shocking data relevant to this conversation. And they go, we don't care, you stupid dope. And then <laughs> <laughs> that's when the big giant brain. We don't brain, have to listen to you or in another universe. Yeah, yeah. So then that's when the brain well, explains no it. So obviously the big giant brain retains the knowledge that's already, you know, inside of its big giant brain. Um, but. Uh, this is when we find out that Nibbler is the the person who ordered the pizza for I C Wiener or I period C period, period Wiener, Wiener. and uh, <laughs> Mr. Panucci goes talk a little louder. Sounds like you got some kind of tiny little head on you or something. <laughs> that, that was one of the lines that made me laugh out loud. That was one of the best ones. I want to start saying that to people that I can't hear on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like you got a tiny little head or something. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Like I, I've been thinking about. I'm sorry, some... could you speak up? You sound like you have a tiny little head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's stuff like that that I want to like float out into the vernacular and get it to be like, you know, like stuff that that people start to say. Like the, the other thing, I was thinking of this this morning because every every morning I drive my daughter down to daycare before school. And like every fourth time I have to make the left turn off of my street, there'll be somebody crossing like, cause there's a main street down at the end. And, and most people are pretty courteous about it. But like when you get a slow crosswalker, 
it just drives me fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like when you're stuck behind somebody at an airport or a mall or whatever, and it's like like they're just they're ambling and or moseying and they do not give a fuck and they're not even courteous enough to pull to a side and let you pass. So like if you honk a horn at them, I just I find like horn honking in your car pretty distasteful unless there's no other resort. What I want to start doing is just like yelling in a really positive way. Good hustle. (laughs) 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 It's sort of like a passive aggressive backhanded compliment or inverse compliment where like maybe if you say it enough, people just be like, hey, there's people waiting. That's it's how you visually pat somebody on the butt, like (laughs) with your with your mouth, just like like out there. Way way to go, good hustle. Put (laughs) put. And then, you know, then they might stop and just be, what'd you say to me? And then it's Cleveland, so I might get shot. Right. You don't know. That's why I right. don't say it. See, when I find people in Cleveland, like, cross the street, there's, like, a moment when they, like, they go super slow because they're, like, yeah, fuck are you, you. Yeah, you going to run me over? And then they, like, lock eyes with you. And they're, like, <laughs> you're damn right you're not going to run me over. And then they take their time. I feel like you have a look that could pull off that you might, though. Uh, that's exactly what I do. My maneuver, because I'm a maniac, is that when they make that eye contact, I swerve around them and get as close as I can. <laughs> and maybe and maybe next time they'll learn to go a little faster. I've, uh, that's how you survive in the big city, people. I know, you got, you got to be an urban explorer. <laughs> you know, there's, if you're not the lead dog, the view never changes, man. <laughs> I think that's a Dave Matthews song. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I'm in the car, I look down at whatever my T-shirt is saying, and I'm like, <laughs> "This is what I live today." So, this this uh, episode, and we're get, we're getting to this point now where it kind of resolves itself. Um, gave me what I want to have on my tombstone, which is, is Doombringer. No, oh. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> He, it's not bad. That's open if you want it. He lived long and was a celebrated pooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our kind are celebrated poopers. I mean, so that's the, something to be known for, right? Yeah. yeah. Poop, poop dark matter. Come on. Poopers of great renown. <laughs> Honestly, it's the only thing that I brag about. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it just to make your dogs feel bad because they can't partake I, yeah I'm like guys you're not believing what i'm leaving at home the good stuff i, just, I literally just flush, my, flush yeah. it down the toilet <laughs> what's the toilet so fries fry shows up behind nibbler as nibbler's about to to push the uh past fry into the cryo chamber and he, he grabs him and, and he starts choking Nibbler, which is kind of oddly aggressive for Fry. Yeah. And Nibbler's like, well, you're the, I had to, you're the, the fate of, of the galaxy. It depends on you. Like it was foretold that you're the only one who can save us. And, you know, Fry's really just upset because he wasn't asked. He loves the future. Turns out. It seems like, I mean, I thought we've established over and over that he's actually better suited for living in the future than oh, he yeah. was in 1999. Like, yeah. it seems like an, a no-brainer that he'd be like, oh, yeah, my life was shitty. Hey, is this before, and when they jump, like, is this before or after the the one where he had, like, the terrible girlfriend? Has that already been established? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Th- that was, um... Oh shoot! Because she got which terrible too. girlfriend, Michelle? Michelle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was there another one? 
uh, th- I, well, there's the, the polyamorous one whose name I can't remember. That's later. Okay. Um, I, and then <laughs> Michelle is his 1999 girlfriend. Yeah. Whose name I remember because that's my name. Oh, I, I didn't even put that. <laughs> uh-huh. She said it like four times. I never connected that. I was going to say she's voiced by Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Pre-fame. Well, I think Sarah Silverman is Michelle in like two of the, like, I don't think she plays Michelle in every episode. Really? I don't know. I'm not sure. I have to check on that, but I have a fe- I feel like she doesn't do it every time. I just, I like that. You know, he makes the choice to to have things go back to the way they were, but he, you know, he does have the presence of mind to say the Scooty Puff Jr. suck. So remember, just remember that. And oh, before that though, this is like a a point that I don't even remember what comes of it. But Nibbler says, "Isn't there anything in the future that's worth saving?" And Fry says, "Well, there's Leela." And Nibbler says, "She must be the other." Oh yeah, yeah. Where does the that other, come into play? It's I gonna think, come back, but I don't remember. Do they ever talk how. about this prophecy again? Uh, it, Tom seems to think so. It may have been a reference to where they brought her to during the the like Delta the, wave. Yeah, the, which was whatever the first Maybe. episode was called. So okay, so uh, was that war is the H word? No, that was the balls. No, this is... It's the a, day the earth stood stupid. Yes. Yes, correct. So, okay, so this is... We've gotten into these time paradoxes before. It's it's very mind-bending. But this Nibbler doesn't know who Leela is because this is a thousand yet. years ago Nibbler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pa- they, they, they were careful to say that, too, that this mm-hmm. is a past Nibbler who has not time-traveled. Yeah. Yes. Well, does Nibbler ever time-travel? No. His species lacks the... Ability, the ability, ability yeah. time well, they—I mean—they travel through time, but linearly in one direction. Yeah. So, yeah. so Nibbler yeah. promises that he'll he'll help Fry do whatever he can to to woo Leela and and make sure that she remains important to him. So, does this change? So could I guess we'll find out. Yeah. In the it could be one of those so. Back to Future things where when he goes into the future, it's a different timeline because he already went through the other one and it, you well, and go back in time and then come back. And it changed because of the Scooty Puff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's at least one difference. Isn't that how it works? Hmm? I don't know. One difference can change everything. Yeah. That's that. So yeah, this, this time never, when ever the, uh... touch anything. That's, that's the, that's that Ashton. Kutcher if you movie. ever go back in time, don't ever touch anything. Dude, where's my car? I know it's, I got no, it that is the, uh, Thing that um, Grandpa Simpson told Homer Simpson was his advice on uh, Homer's wedding night. Don't touch anything. If you ever find yourself going back in time, whatever you do, <laughs> don't touch anything. Because even the smallest change. I didn't, I didn't know that that came from Abe Simpson. <laughs> it was. Uh, it, it's in one of the Hol- uh, Treehouse of Horrors episodes. Oh, okay, so it's not. I, I remember that one. It's really great because there was one where he, like he kept on just messing it up, and then yeah. he, like, <laughs> he went crazy and just started stepping on everything. And when he got back, he was super rich. All the children were well behaved. And then they were like, ah, oh, pass me a donut. And they were What's she, a donut? Yeah. And then he freaked out and went, and then it started raining donuts. <laughs> See, it's Homer's so dumb because you would just invent donuts then. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He had everything, everything was perfect. Penny and some were dead. They were rich. Yeah. They were going to the funeral, well behaved kids. 
there just were no donuts. That's why you were screaming at the TV like, what are you doing, Homer? I don't. I I, didn't really do that. Okay, I hope not. Um, So I I guess we got to the resolution. Just Fry gets saved this time around. It's because they got the Scooty Puff Senior. Senior. The Doombringer. The Doombringer. But that had the Pelican on it, too. That was the part I didn't get. So there was one on the Scooty Puff Junior. But it was like a different one. It was a different one. It was like a little little baby Pelican. And on the Scooty Puff Senior, it was like an eagle-looking, like, broad chest. I think that's a... Isn't that like a Navy thing? Like, uh, from a World War II, like the... The probably, stronger yeah. pelican. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is a reference to something. I think they they name boats after famous cockfights too. It's a whole. There's all probably. this mythology Full circle. And, and superstition involved with it. Um. It, so this is the same thing though that Nibbler did with Leela. Then as he blanks the memory to like erase it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Men in Black thing. Did um did Leela say things tasted purple when he did that to her? No, that was just just Fry. Fry and it's purple for a second. It was the other thing was like in. Uh, Roswell that ends well. He's like, do you guys smell blue? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's uh, that, he has synesthesis or whatever. Synesthesia. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Synesthesia. Uh, Anesthesia. I I am trying to remember. I just saw this and I can't remember where. I think it's the band Iron Sheik has a song called "A Headache with Pictures." <laughs> Which was like from that same vintage of Fry quotes where he's like, I'm having one of those things, a yeah. headache with pictures. An idea? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I get that reference now. That's beautiful. Um, but so he just picks a flower probably out of a pile of dog shit. Well, Nibbler, <laughs> Nibbler gives him the flower because Nibbler promised fry oh. that he would do whatever he could to help him woo Leela and keep her safe and all the blah 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 so wasn't that a weird kiss then it was very like forward for it It did not look platonic no I think she she kisses him because yeah. uh, Bender burns a hole in the picture that Leela took with Chaz that <laughs> with night gusto. with gusto <laughs> and she's holding it up and looking at the hole in the the picture where Chaz's head was and Fry walks in the door and like his head lines up in that hole and she sees like herself right. happy with Fry and she's like oh well actually Fry's not that bad he's kind of sweet he gave me a flower and she's really happy that he's there I and feel then- like that would have been a gag on friends yeah just you know something where Joey accidentally it's lights a picture on not fire. sarcastic enough you don't think so no. like the one with the hole in the picture <laughs> <laughs> If you're talking about Joey, <laughs> that could actually mean a couple of different things. <laughs> oh, dear. And that's why that show's not on the air anymore. Um, I just, I thought that was a very, like, especially because any sort of romantic interest between Leela and Fry has been so... Um, you know, unrequited. It just seemed like it was a very romantic kiss seemingly out of nowhere. He's just like, oh, hey, I'm back. Here's a flower. I just got home from a shitty date. And then she kind of makes out with him in front of everybody. Well, if I know anything about women, is that J- they love one flower. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, man. If someone gave me a flower, I would still be pretty excited. What if somebody gave you a bag of flowers? <laughs> <laughs> a gift is a gift. But there's a tiny hole at the bottom. It's been leaking out the entire uh, time they brought it to you. You're supposed to care for it like a baby. You're going to be a terrible mother. <laughs> I can make biscuits out of this. <laughs> What will, what will you make in your sous vide with that romantic flower? I didn't. I got the cash. I picked cash. Oh dear, we took many twists and turns tonight. Yeah, this. I'm. I'm sorry if this. Like, how long do you guys shoot for? Uh, this is. We're actually right on. Fifteen track. minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I really. Uh, I really kind of got our train back on the rails. <laughs> yeah, there. no, you. You did. That's your job. Yeah. That's your job. I am. I. I. I am tough to wrangle. I. I felt. The need to do so. <laughs> oh. well, it's like uh, like twenty minutes. Well, it's, yeah, like twenty minutes before I need to go to bed. So I'm yeah, me too. You know, actually, so. <laughs> so, his dogs aren't gonna eat that poop. On yeah, I gotta I gotta race those dogs to poop tomorrow. But uh, gotta be in running shape. Uh, we we've talked about it for well over a year before we were able to hang and have it. But thank you so much for coming on, Tim. Hey, no problem. Uh, Thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun. You're a an actively working comedian in Cleveland. You have a lot of other creative pursuits. What where can people find you on the internet? And what uh, this will come out after the new year. So if you've got like fresh dates, it's probably not going to make it. But uh, yeah, don't worry about dates. Just uh, uh, look at uh, Tim Cornet USA on social media stuff, and my website is timcorn.net. <laughs> that's great. I did. I did not know that. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's... Did did your cousin, the other TM, <laughs> TM TM Cornet, uh, TM Cornet uh, dot com is uh, yeah he took it. Uh, no, there is the timcornet dot com is just like a link that just says timcornet dot com. <laughs> oh no! And, and to buy it would be like ten thousand dollars, which tells me is, I wild. am I am not the top Tim Cornet. <laughs> wildly overestimated. I like to think some Tim Cornets going. Let's check to see if anybody wants this one. No. <laughs> now you've got a price point for yeah. for your Tommy yep. Roulette. There we go. I don't own Tommy Roulette dot. <laughs> I own all of them. <laughs> that guy we saw at Hilarities the other night. Let's go, what's, what's his name again? Oh, his website's available. I'm going to get in the ground floor. <laughs> that would be a dirty trick. Are you, um, I, I know in the past you've done a number of podcasts. What, I, one of the recent ones, which is probably like a year ago when we still had just a shred of optimism that things could change. Was the Dear Mr. President or the Hello, Mr. President? Yeah, the uh, Hello, Mr. President, it's me, Tim. Yeah. I would call the White House every day and leave a message for the president. Like, you know, just tell him what I think. Yeah. Uh, it was president? Uh, president Trump. Oh. It was President Trump. Uh, it was good for a while. I... Uh, I was living with I, it, it was it was a lot. I was it was draining me. I, uh, <laughs> uh, I still have them up. It's at callthepresident.com, which I do not want to give up the website. Uh, uh, but yeah, I uh, it was oh. it went pretty good. I guess. It was, but like it was a lot. It was like it was like two hours of writing every day. More like and like watching a lot of news and consuming oh, a yeah, lot of news destroy you yeah it's it's not good i i like because like 
in order for me to be like funny, I, I don't need to be tortured. Like, yeah. Because like, because like a lot of these guys were like, oh, my life is terrible, and they like go out and like produce brilliant comedy. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys. I'm like, because that's the thing that I'm always think about. So I'm like, <laughs> my dog, my life is terrible, but only on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I that makes me think like. How if this is you should put this out there. I don't know if we have any listeners that are part of Anonymous, um, but I, did look, you just say uh, do we have any listeners that are hippopotamuses? Because <laughs> that's what it sounds. Did you say hippopotamus? Hippo anonymous for particularly revolutionary just, hippos. I was stealth referencing Sparks again. Um, can, can we just put this out there? I want to make a proposition for you. If if anonymous. Is hip hop anonymous? Is willing and able to dox the president and get whatever phone he's tweeting from the toilet from. If they get that number, will you post it on your site? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, without question. Of course I will. Yeah. That, see, that would be beautiful. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Line. Why wouldn't I want that? I have nothing that the president can take, and I could beat him in a fist fight. So I don't. <laughs> so, yeah. Like. <laughs> Punch that old man right in the face. But are there are there any other uh, <laughs> active shows that you're doing besides that, or is this, uh, that was the last one I remember? Uh, nothing active uh, right now. The cat dumped the water on my MacBook, so that uh, <laughs> that kind of put a uh, put a, a crimp on it. There is a country music history podcast that I've been working on forever. It'll really? come out like in a long time, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm I'm a huge country music fan, so. Like classic country music. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, I feel like I should say that. Like classic. No, I, that's. I'm interested to hear that. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really fun. I have a few episodes in the bag. I'm just trying to get like a certain number. The yeah. first first one's about Ernest Tubb, who's a crazy drunk hillbilly. The second one uh, will be. Uh, it's Merle Haggard's Ogie from Muskogee lines, like the date that went to number one or the date it was released. Yeah. Like it, it coincides with Nixon's silent majority speech, like perfectly. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it, like they, they, they happened at the same week. Like it was a silent majority speech and then Ogie from Muskogee came out like a couple huh. weeks later. And then, it, and then it just went from there because like that, like, like you see now that like put Merle Haggard, like that, what is what made him famous like that's what raised his price that's what mm. put him out in front of everybody but he didn't necessarily agree the song was written as a joke but when you hand somebody a big bag of money you start <laughs> agreeing with stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah and he was super weird about reagan like he was like he was a prisoner and he was like you know he was liberal and he grew up in the dust bowl and all that but reagan pardoned him so he <laughs> so he had like this weird loyalty to reagan that no matter what he's like, I'd follow that man until death. Oh my God. That's I'm a, I'm, I can't wait. Yeah. When, no, yeah. when it, let us know when it's coming out and maybe we can either cross promote or have you back on. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a future, Futurama one. There's a <laughs> that you could do that with the folk music of Bender. Yeah. Uh, he yeah, does well, all of that. the whole episode where he's, he tries to be a uh, folk singer. Who, did yeah. we, who was our guest on that episode? Well, there was that one where he was with Beck, but there's oh, a whole it, other oh, there's one. There's another one. Was coming? A, yeah. Yeah. Where he, yeah, tries it's to much be later, a, like, yeah. yeah. Like one of the n newer seasons. That I came learned out. something new about this show every week. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, Kelly Horchie that was on 
the last the back time episode. with the back episode because I, I, she was mad that I got the one with Hanson and I was mad that she got the one with Beck. And, and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> this, this show is no longer a safe haven for horchies and you're a host. So I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I mean, it's, there, there's no anti-horchie policy here. Just I need to reiterate that sometime. I wish, <laughs> I wish we could have them both back on sometime. We just watch them yell at each other. It'd be fun. <laughs> Um, okay, well, that being said, uh, thank you again for coming on, Tim. Hey, thanks we for having can, me. This uh, was a lot of fun. We can be found on the internet at slurmcast.com. That has links to all of our episodes and our tea public shop. Um, you can go buy sweet Futurama-themed teas from there. Yeah. We'll put up your designs if you send them, uh, in theory. Or do it yourself. Oh, yeah, you can just self-select, right? Mm-hmm. And then let me know, and then I'll go select your T-shirt and put it in our store. Yeah. Um, we can be emailed at gmail. <laughs> at gmail.gmail.com. <laughs> Slurmcastpod at gmail.com. We're on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Slurmcastpod. We're on Facebook. We can call, text, or send uh, funny or filthy pictures to 216-438-1077. Um, and rate and review us on iTunes, please. <laughs> And I think that's it. Have a have a, a great week. This is probably the first episode of 2018, so hopefully we're not all dead. Happy New Year. Yeah. Bye.